You know, you have no. You have no. Marbles. Marbles? Marbles. You have no marbles. Huevos. Welcome to episode nine. Who do you think you are? I am. We are back. It's been a long, long time. Feels like at least a week and a half. Over a week and a half. Yeah, at least. At like the we least. We recorded like two Wednesdays ago. Uh, this is Chen's, joined by good friend and co-host Puma. Ciao. And um, we've got nice little show for you today. No guests today. No guests. No guests. No today. guests today. Our hat winner couldn't come on today. Yeah. Um, we'll talk some March Madness. We are going to talk, obviously, baseball with opening day right around the corner. So, with that being said, Puma's decked out in baseball uh, gear. He's he's excited. Uh, we'll just get guess that hat out of the way right away. Yeah, we got to we'll just do it early, get it out of the way, so we can get Puma Puma his fix. Uh, anything else to add before I get into this? No, um, you know. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting part of the year. Um, this is this is a very I would I would say that this and maybe Well, I'm biased when the NHL playoffs yeah, start. Yeah, you know what, man? What's the okay. most exciting exciting sports time of the year? It might be it's either March or October. When football starts. No, no, no. Cuz it's not just football in October. You got all the sports going on in October. That's true. You've got baseball playoffs. You're in the middle of the season for football, right? You're mm-hmm. like a couple weeks in. Basketball just starts. Hockey just starts. It's pretty It's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Or March. Well, the thing about March is that every, not everybody's a college basketball fan. So You know what, though? Everybody gets into it. Everyone gets into it That's you know, to some degree. I'm a, Everyone's making a bracket except for you. I didn't make a bracket. Well, I didn't have time to we make a have, bracket. We don't, we don't need to tell him why. Uh, I don't have time to make He was away. But, um, like, you you hear about people making all these brackets. They don't know shit about college basketball. And they end up winning like their company pool or they do the best amongst their friend group. It's like fantasy basketball, or uh, sorry, fantasy ba- uh, football. You don't really get to watch the sport the way you do until you play fantasy or you have something on the line. When you make a bracket, you're paying attention to all these fucking games. You know, it's it's fucking awesome. Um, so we'll 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 definitely get into that later. So let's uh, let's do guess that hat. We've got a nice uh, array of clues. Okay, we got a nice array of clues. Let's uh, we'll we'll go back and forth. We'll yeah, go ahead. You alternate. can start. You can All start. Right. All right. We got to make uh, according to our my cousin Kenneth, cousin Kenny. We got to make these facts a little harder. So let's make these facts a little harder. You know what I think we got to make harder? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm I'm willing to say, especially our last uh, winner for guess that hat. I'm willing to say that they didn't use the clues to guess the hat. They simply looked at the picture. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. A lousy fucking blur out. I mean, there's very few yeah, teams that have that that color scheme. Well, like, and there's I, any, there's I, any team. on top of that, you're the one that's in charge of that post. You All right, step up your game. Hold on a second. Time out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop the clock. <laughs> I used to put a fucking cartoon hat with no, no like clue as to what team it could be. And then you come over here. Maybe you should blur out a real hat. All right, fine. So I did that, and now everyone just looks at the fucking hat. Oh, Cincinnati Reds. And no big deal. That was the winner last week. And Chin the Chaser will be on with us hopefully next weekend. Uh, he was booked this today, so we couldn't get him in. We're on the phone. Uh, he's earning that money. Newly engaged. Mm. So congratulations to him. Um, but we'll get him on. You know, big gambler, that kid. The gambler. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Chin the chaser, he wants to be called. All right. Chin chaser. All right. So here we go. So clue number one. Clue number one. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't do your intro. That's too late for that. Oh. Sorry. Uh, here we go. So get this is a World Series hat. We need the year and the team. So in this year, uh, this year's ALDS. This team's starters allowed just three earned runs and three extra base hits to uh, the other team that they faced. If I give up that team name, it's going to be way too obvious. Mm-hmm. In the entire series, posting a 1.42 ERA over 19 innings. That's crazy. That's fu- Holy shit. That's, that's fucking crazy. awesome. That's right, crazy. So that's clue number one, so, which is where lights out. Clue number two will be this is the last World Series this team has either been in or won. They haven't been in the play they haven't made a World Series or won a pennant since this year. And there are two players on the current roster that were on this team. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one. So clue number three, you know, this team, this team, the way this team was built isn't predicated to how the last few World Series teams have won. Like it was built the opposite way. It was built on power, not bullpen and speed and decent. I mean, they had good pitching and a good bullpen, but, you know, these teams didn't, the teams that have won didn't have the power that this team had. That's just that's just conversation. That's not a fact. <laughs> okay. This World Series was the first one in history to include regularly scheduled games in the month of November. Regularly scheduled games? Yeah. Okay. So they were, we're excluding the 2001 season because that was also regularly scheduled games. Oh, that was also because the season got pushed back. So that wasn't regularly scheduled. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, this team was the first incarnation of the Baltimore Orioles in 1901. So nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with the year. But if you are a true fan of this team, you know that fact. So I'm trying to cut out all the fucking bandwagoners. All right. And I'm pretty sure about this one. But this year, this particular team led the league in walk-offs. Yes. 
and they led the league in home runs. The first team ever to win the World Series that led the league in home runs. There you go. Those are the facts. So let's play Guess That Hat. That Those are your clues. Very. Um, out. Be on the lookout for a post on Instagram. I'll try to make it a little bit more discreet, and hopefully we can challenge you guys a little bit because we're getting – we're getting fucking rocked. We, yeah. we post it in like within minutes. People are like, oh, Reds. And then they forget and then they forget to post. Chin posted like the Monday after we recorded. Alright. Alright, so a lot to talk about. Like we just, you know, we we touched on March Madness, but let's stick let's stick with baseball. Um bunch of extensions being signed by Isn't that crazy? By various stars. I think it Has also this- is this a normal thing? No, or, I, I think it's something I just like never paid attention to. No, it's predicated to the fact that nobody wants to hit the free agent market because of what's happening with the free agents. Like Kimbrel right, still not signed, Dallas Keuchel still not signed. Right. The Yankees just signed Gio Gonzalez to a minor league deals insurance because of all the injuries um, to their pitchers. You know, Severino's hurt, Batanzas is hurt. Um, so you know that's just you know I think like Verlander for say Verlander. It just signed a two-year extension worth $66 million. What? And, you know, I mean, he's 36 years old. He just turned 36 years old. Do you think he would get that type of money on the free agent market? I doubt it. And, you know, he, he signed a extension with the Astros. You know, I think that's, bit, career-wise, it's a smart move. Now well, he's, yeah. he's got him, two career, more years. Career-wise, fucking genius. And he's, still, and he's still bringing it. You yeah, know? He's still of course. A top pitcher in the no, obviously, his... his the contract he was just given is based on what he's done lately. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're gonna give. Him and what's crazy money. is people thought Verlander was done. That's yeah, you're right. A couple of years ago, you're right. In Detroit, didn't his velocity was down. He wasn't doing well. It was, you know, he wasn't the pitcher that he was in the beginning of his career. Now, since getting to Houston, he's been a completely different pitcher, and he's been the Verlander of old, for uh, sure. Um, I guess in a way, you know, dominant. Dominant. I don't know about like as much of a flamethrower as he used to be. No, but he, you know what I think? He, on top of what he's doing, he's learned how to pitch. Well, I feel like that's the trend with all these pitchers, though. You said you you touched up on it like either last episode or the one before, and it makes sense. And look at Cece. Older you get, you have to start to reinvent yourself and uh, learn how to pitch, as you say. They need you can't to just to you can't just throw gas the whole time and hope to get them out. You got to actually. Use your pitches and use uh, uh, different parts of the plate, different techniques. So, how, talk- about that, how about that one guy on the fucking Mariners, the uh, the Japanese pitcher, pitcher with the, oh. the hidden ball shit? Oh, you that's awesome! That? Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's pitchers are are taught to try to hide the ball as long as you can. That and- looks like the most awkward. Delivery. Ever. I mean, look at all the Japanese pitchers. How what they come into? Even Tanaka, Dach, uh, Dice K. Dice K with his fucking with his fucking gyro ball. Gyro ball with his hip thrust. Looked like he was humping, you know, something into submission. What a fucking joke, Dice K. You know, I remember when the Yankees wanted him, and thank God they didn't sign him. But you know, I'd, I'd rather have Tanaka. Hideo Nomo. Remember his wind up? You know, he turned his back completely to the. Yeah. To the pitcher, Hideki Arabu had a. I think Hideki Arabu was very conventional. You know, Kayagawa was a dumpster Kayagawa. fire. Was oh a fucking dumpster fire. I forgot about him. Um, but another extension that went out was you know I was kind of upset with this extension because I thought he would be a Yankee yeah, next right. year. Goldschmidt. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt inked a five-year, hundred thirty million dollar extension, and I'm on uh, Sports Illustrated's website, and the and the title of the article is 
Paul Goldschmidt's extension provides latest evidence of players wanting to avoid free agency. Okay, so this is all all predicated on the fact that the the way that free agents are being treated, you know, you got to sign the extensions. Which bodes well for, you know, the Yankees because that means that they're gonna try to lock up their young core um, and not let them go. Anyway, well, they should. They and they should. They should always have done that. You know what I mean? But Paul Goldschmidt wasn't a, is, isn't a Cardinal. He's a Diamondback. He just got traded to the Cardinals. So, you know, he's not a homegrown guy. They just locked him up. No, I, I know what you're saying. You know, but a lot of the guys that are signing these these extensions, Arenado, homegrown, right? Bregman, homegrown. Uh, we didn't even touch the Trout contract yet, Jesus. but he's homegrown. You know, we'll get to that. Dude. You know, I know I went back and said these owners aren't spending money, but they're not spending money on the unknown. You know, they're not spending money on t- on players that are available but to them. But this is like, this is what you should do. Why is this like such a fucking weird thing? You have your best players up for free agency. Why but wouldn't this you is, just lock this, them down? To me, this looks like another reason why the luxury tax plays a, a role. You know, would you rather sign somebody that's unknown, like a Machado, where you don't know what you're going to get, or would you rather sign a guy that's been in your whoa, system whoa, for whoa, years? Whoa. You can't say you don't know what you're going to get with Machado. Well, you don't know what you you're going to get. You're He's gonna a cry. Get. You, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get, but on, in the locker room, you don't know what you're going to get. I, you know what you're going to get on the fucking field, okay? If he's if he's if he's into it, please. He's you, gonna do you really fun. think he's? he's gonna... You really don't think he's in 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 August when the Padres are 50 games under 500? He's going to just nail it in. After the All-Star game, after he gets his All-Star appearance, and they're not in anywhere near playoff contention, do you really think that he's going to be hustling down the first baseline? No. He's thinking about his fucking tea time. You know, when he's going home to his wife. That's what he's thinking about. He's not thinking of, and the, you know, when, he, when he's going to wipe his ass with his $100 bills. You know, he's not thinking about winning a baseball game. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I understand. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but it's not like you're investing money in an unknown talent. You know, you know I mean, what you're getting with Machado. It's not the thing. The, the benefit of signing a, a homegrown farm guy is that you you have more comfort in signing them because you know that they came from your your stock, right? But I don't think any team would say, despite how long it's taken him to sign, it's not like they were like, "Oh man." I'm a little nervous giving Manny Machado money because I don't know if he's going to really perform. When you're th- at, when your team is out of it, was what I'm I saying. think it's I think which it's, the Padres will yeah, be. the Padres will be so they're they're like maybe two years away if that you think they have no pitching they right. got to they you know they could, they, could, they could fucking hit all they want they have zero mm-hmm. zero you know I mean they have a quote here from Machado in the same bring article bring back PB you know it says we're going to try to win this is from Machado um, it says. We're going to try to win. Maybe not the division. Pause that shit. We're going to get there. Jesus Christ. Let me me get the quote. I got it because I can't pause it. We're going to try to win. You can pause right there. Watch. Watch what happens when I pause, asshole. (laughs) Oh, what happened? That happens. X out of that shit. You can't. Okay. So it goes, we're going to try to win. Maybe not the division, but we're going to get go out there and try to fight for a wild card spot. And with baseball, you never know what happens. Right there, just in that quote alone, he's setting the ball, the bar low. He's saying, we're not going to go for the division. 
Why not? Fuck it. Go for the division. Why are you setting the bar to a wild card spot? Do you hear teams in, in the American League East, like the Red Sox and the Yankees, saying, oh, we're going to go for a wild card spot? The wild card game is a. Well, what do the, Blue, what do the is, Blue Jays say? The Blue Jays are playing for 2026. What do the Rays say? Everybody thinks the Rays are going to sneak into the fucking playoffs. Through, which, how? With pitching. No, through which avenue? They win the division. The wild card. Oh. So I don't take that as him saying the bar low. Yeah, not something you really want to hear from your, your newly acquired superstar, but I maybe think- he's also just being realistic. Maybe he's just like, look, I'm not saying we have no shot, but I also don't want to say come out here because you don't want to be like a LeBron because people still talk about that shit. Not one, not two, not three, not four. Yeah, where, where are you now? You're out of the fucking playoffs, bro. So he's being realistic. He's saying, "Look, we're 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 not going to aim for the division because we understand that's that's probably not going to happen. But we are still going to try and make it the wild card spot. And if the division happens, and so be it. Great. I'm looking. I at- don't think they'll get either because, like we said, they have zero pitching. And at some point, you have to have pitching. According to Bleacher Report, they came out with a projected final standing. So we can go through each division. Here we go. 77 and 85. Nice. Seven, Padres, 77 and 85. They're not, nowhere near wild card and nowhere near the division. They're, they're, they're given them plus 11 on their wins. They, they're going to win 11 more games than last year. I mean, that makes sense. You got a better, but, you, got a nice you know, in a division team. with the Dodgers and the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, you know, there's no, you got to, you know, the Diamondbacks, maybe you can catch, but. You know, you got to look at the other other divisions too, because there's two wild card spots. You know, you have the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Brewers in the Central, all potential playoff teams. Two of them are playoff teams last year. One going to the championship series. So in the in the Brewers, you know, I mean, I don't see a wild card spot coming out of the West. Well, no, I don't see a wild card spot coming out of the West. I see them coming out of either one coming out of the East and one coming out of the Central, or both coming out of the Central. Who do you think you from the, the East? The Braves or the Nationals? I'd say Braves more than that. Well, here they're projecting the Braves to win the division and the Nationals getting a wild card based on the records. You know, 95 wins for the Braves, 91 wins for the Nationals. And based on this, your wild card teams would be the Cardinals and the Nationals, according to this. Because the Rockies have 86 wins. So they're projecting that the Brewers don't make the playoffs. And that's on the National League side of the ball. They're saying the Cubs are going to win the division I by two games. You know, I could see the Cardinals and the Cardinals and Cubs. I could see the Cardinals winning the division. I can see the Cubs winning the division. And I can see the Brewers competing. You know, I don't think the Brewers are going to be uh, basement dwellers. Um, but, you know, teams in the East, you know, the Mets aren't really going to compete. I, I don't agree with this 87-win prediction. I think they don't win. I don't think they finish above 500 because that team has an injury every other week. So I don't see them even competing for a playoff spot. They have the Phillies finishing eighty-two and eighty. I don't agree with that. I think they're gonna. I I think the Phillies. If the Phillies are gonna have a better season than the fucking Mets. Wow, they haven't finishing below the Mets. Yeah. What the? F- is this is this post post Harper? Yeah, this is two thousand nineteen. Doesn't mean shit. So when was it, when was it made? February twentieth. When did he sign? Harper signed like two weeks ago. Okay, February twenty eighth. So, so this was before Harper. I'm sure that. But how much? How much? But how much does Harper add? Five or six wins. Enough to 
Dude, are you kidding me? Well, think about it. Yeah. Machado only added uh, only a few wins. But that's but that's the point. That's the point about baseball is that one superstar is not going to change the complexion of much. I mean, Philly's a better uh, stadium for a lefty bat like him, no? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, Petco's one of the biggest parks in the league. Right. So, I guess they took that into effect. Maybe they feel like he is more impactful than Machado. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We will definitely see what happens. So, yeah. Um, so on the American League, well, we we were talking about this based on on contracts and stuff like that. So before we get into the projection of what we think are are we, you know, since opening day, you know, opening day happened already in in Japan. You know, we're going to talk about Ichiro and and what he meant to the game and everything like that. But, um, Mike Trout. Twelve years, four hundred and thirty million dollars. What do you? What, what was your initial reaction when you saw that? Holy shit! Yeah, mine too. Jesus Christ! I just I, I looked at my phone. I'm like, holy shit! You know, take that, Harper. But why? Because he's the best player in baseball. No, 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 no. I'm not saying why did they sign him to that much. Why did he agree? Because he doesn't want to hit free agency. Bro, he's the best player in the league. But look at the two guys you had on free agency yeah, this year, and look what happened to everybody, them. Everybody, everybody, there's no argument here. Everybody says that Trout's by far the best. He does everything. You know, you don't question a single aspect of his game. You don't question a single part of his fucking attitude. You know, we were talking about which life you would live if you could be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Bryce uh, Bryce Harper. Mike Trout could quite possibly be the most perfect life. As of right now. Before the... All right, fine. As of right now, he's getting paid. He's living in L.A. He married his high school sweetheart. They... They live a pretty, I mean, like, he's pretty, seems like, Mike Trout seems like a normal guy that's fucking amazing at baseball. Well, yeah, you know, they, he draw, when you draw comparisons to Mickey Mantle. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying, everybody, every baseball analyst, whatever, they say Mike Trout's hands down the best player in the game. There's no question. You don't you don't hear about him getting into trouble. You don't hear him getting fucking getting to getting thrown out of games for stupid shit, saying the wrong thing. Like he's for such a for such an amazing player, he's like so low profile. He's this, you know, I know that you should I, I don't know if it's maybe the market, but you sent me this uh video from Barstool on Derek Jeter and how much of an asshole he was. But He's and outside of that, you know, I kind of, when you said that, and the, you know, the guy on the video was like, "Oh, you know, Yankee fans are delirium." I kind of figured that, you know, he's bang- Jeter's banging chicks left and right. Yeah, I mean, like they, you know, no, they said that in the, in the thing. They're like, Yankee fans better wake up. If you thought that the the fucking starting shortstop, a good looking sex god like him, <laughs> in the height of the Yankees dynasty in the New 90s, York, in New York City, you don't have to say New York City. You're saying the Yankees. <laughs> oh, the Indianapolis Yankees. Oh, the the fucking uh, Butte, Idaho Yankees? No, the fucking New York Yankees, bro. Don't don't even say New York City. Yeah, he's the starting shortstop for the '90s Yankees. Good looking dude, 
He's fucking awesome player. Yeah, you know, he probably was a little bit of a douche. And I can live with that. Are you kidding me? You know, they're saying, and they also said, oh, he didn't move to third for A-Rod. He's the fucking oh, captain they, of the oh, Yankees. They said, they said that he was, they, he didn't, uh, he didn't move to third for the best shortstop in the game. They argued that A-Rod was a better shortstop than, than Jeter. Well, you know what? Oh, boy. It might be. Wow. But, but, you're the, you're the captain of the Yankees. I know. It's, Wait, you're, I, I, backtrack. Was A-Rod better than Jeter at shortstop? We can, we'll look it up. But, what do you think? I gotta look at the stats. I gotta see it. I mean, because <clears throat> I think I I have to admit I have to take off my Yankees bias here a little bit. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, obviously, if you ask me without thinking, I say Jeter. Of course, but every other sports fan, every other team fan says like Jeter was really good. He's not as great as you guys might think. I think we get lost in like just how how clutch he was. Maybe we just always thought he was great. I mean, listen, he was great. He was great. I, I, people are probably listening to this. What the fuck are you talking about? He was great. He was great. He was. But is he is he the fucking god that we really thought he was? People argue like, you know, his stats were good. Not as good as you might think, though. You know, the thing about Jeter and the reason, the thing I get about it, the thing, the thing I think about is, you're bringing A-Rod to the Yankees. Jeter's already there. Jeter's established himself as your starting shortstop, yeah, as your captain. Like, why the fuck does he have to move for another player? I you know, agree. I, I think and it's just like if Machado came over, if Machado came over, why Didi's there. Didi's been your shortstop for the last three or four years. Why are you going to ask him to move for incoming guy? Like, no, he's your, Didi's your guy. He's staying at short when he comes back. Yeah, Machado can play short while he's out. But once Didi comes back and he's healthy, Machado's going to third. You know, like, and not for nothing, the metrics say, even though I hate the metrics, the the stats say that Machado's a better third baseman than shortstop to boot anyway, Mm. even though he's a traditional shortstop. You know, but Jeter, the thing about Jeter that, you know, Jeter, the reason why Jeter had such a clean image was how he dealt with the media, how he was... Always, win or lose, no matter how bad it was, no matter how good it was, he was always saying the same thing. He was cool, calm, and collected. And he never drew the team's struggles into, onto the field and his personal life into it. Right. You know, that's why everybody thinks that he's just this god. But if you just use your fucking common sense, you know... Obviously, he was going around late at night. You know, they made a whole fucking commercial about it with with Steinbrenner, a Mescocar commercial, a Visa commercial. You know, he was the, the if you guys remember the commercial, he was in Steinbrenner's office. Steinbrenner was in the commercial saying, you know, how do you how do you you play shortstop for the Yankees? You go out and how do you spend all this time carousing with your friends? And he puts up the Visa card right there. That's subliminal messaging, right? He goes out, he parties, he has a good time, but he's also a professional and he knows he has a job to do. Like, is G was Jeter a douchebag? Maybe. Probably. Most likely. Michael, most likely. But you know what? He was able to separate Mike, his Michael Jordan life. was a fucking douchebag. You know. That's what you get when you're, when you're the fucking goat. You know. I mean, I see an article right here. Five reasons why A-Rod's a better Yankee than Jeter. Get the fuck better out of here. Better Yankee? Better oh, Yankee. Jesus Christ. Let's not get into that. You know. Don't get me started. Let's not get into that. Okay. We got LSU and Maryland on now. You know. Fucking Maryland. I had them losing to Belmont. 
Oh, nice glasses. Nice goggles. I used to wear those. Those old school rec specs when I played basketball because I couldn't see shit. Um, I want to break down this, this Trout contract for you. So here's a contract breakdown of what's going to happen. So he's making $3 million a month, sixty grand and at bat, $25,000 an inning, $4,000 an hour, and $70 a minute. Just to break that down for you. Seventy dollars a minute. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make eighty-eight dollars in eight hours tonight. You know, like what the fuck? I'm gonna make sixty thousand dollars for the year. Basically, what's he making? He's making sixty thousand. And at bat. (laughs) And at bat. So if he gets three at bats, it's one hundred and twenty-five thousand. One hundred eighty thousand dollars in a bat for for a game. Three million a month. Imagine that. What would you do? I, I, you know, I would be happy if I made three well, million for do? a year. What would you do with that money? Three million dollars. Three million dollars a month. A month. Let's just talk about in one month. You made three mil in one month. So pretty much you hit the lottery. What would you do with that money? Now is it three mil after taxes? That's just, just fucking three. You get three million dollars. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. You get three million dollars. Pay off my student loans. Oh, sorry. You get two thousand three hundred sixty-four thousand dollars. <laughs> You never know. I mean, he's also in California. I don't even know if I just said the right kind of number. That's, yeah, that's... whatever. You would get a mil- at least half. A Carry on. Half. Carry on. So I would pay off my student loans. All right. I I would pay off my car loan, obviously. I'd buy a house. You'd buy a house? I'd buy a house. I would inv- invest some of that money as well, to, so that money made money, so I keep making money. Okay. I would still work. You know, I would still definitely work. I know a lot of people who make that money would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop working." No, but you, that, you're gonna run out. Well, I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying I would invest that money. All right, let's go. Keep I would, I would still work as a teacher. I would okay. still coach, and make money. Um, I would probably pay off my parents' mortgage. Um, I would. Pay off my brother's college tuition. All right. I'd pay for my brother's college all right, tuition. All right, hey, all listen. Right. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no, no, no. These are great answers. I would give the same answers, but let's let's cut to the fucking chase here. Let's forget doing doing the right thing. What would you really fucking do with that three mil? Let's pretend all that shit's done. All the good stuff. All the good stuff is let's done. Just, let's just pretend like you're debt free. Your parents are debt free. Your brother's fucking debt free. Your other brother's debt free. You got everything paid off. You have three million dollars. My wedding's paid off. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Listen, I'm good at heart. Okay, selfishly, you're talking about up. Se- you're talking about selfishly, right? Shut up. Selfishly, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. I want some good day. Nobody wants to hear this shit. Probably buy. I don't know if how if three million would be enough. But I'd buy a personal jet. You buy a plane? I'd buy a personal jet. Okay, I'd that's buy, pretty cool. I'd buy a, a Lamborghini. A Lambo. Lambo. Lambo or a DeLorean? Back to the Future yeah, car. Yeah, you're a fucking movie guy. Um, I would do. I would buy something Star Wars related. Maybe like a, a official Darth Vader suit that I would actually want to wear, and that that I would just hold like a freaking like Phil when he bought that Terminator skull and put it in a freaking glass case. <laughs> no, it's not in a glass case. It's on his, it's on his bookshelf. You know. Um, I, I would probably honestly too. I would. I, you know, and this is just me. I don't know if this is something would be selfish, but I would find land up here and build a state-of-the-art baseball complex. That's what I'm talking about. 
Come on. This is good stuff. You know? I don't give a shit about uh, like, Chris's uh, college. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, you know, a state-of-the-art baseball complex that, that you can hold tournaments and maybe make a dome so you could play baseball in the Northeast all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I'm not an extravagant guy. Yeah. I know who our caller, Chin, would do. Our caller, Chin the Chaser, would go take that money to fucking Atlantic City and waste it all. Our Black 17, baby. $100 on Black 17. I know that for him, roulette guy. But that's what I would do. I mean, like I said, I'm not, I don't need much to be happy. I don't know. Listen, we're not on match.com here. We don't need to give out dating profiles. I don't need to bring it. I have the one. <laughs> all, right, all right. I have the one. Oh, my God. So I don't need. Joking. I don't need. Joking. It. Take it easy. <laughs> so what would you do with the three mil? What would I do? I mean. Would you buy an island off the, off the Amalfi Coast? I don't even know if three million would get you that. Maybe I don't know. Three million is not really that much. No, it's not. When you're trying to when you're trying to ball out, mm-hmm. um, I would I would I don't even know if I would get the car. To be honest with you, I think I'd rather have a boat, like a fucking yacht. sick boat. You know? No, it's something I just thought of. The Lonely Island. I'm on a boat. Man. I'm on a boat. I got my flippy floppies, man. So I think I'd get a nice fucking yacht. Um. Having a cool car would be nice. You just said you wouldn't go for the car. Yeah, I don't know if no, no, no. I don't, I don't know about like the crazy like fucking Lambo Ferrari car. Oh. Like, what about Tesla? When you get that, you got you got to like really you got to pay that shit mm-hmm. every month. And no, no. If you have three mil, you're paying for it up front. You're just yes. paying for the car. No loans. Well, no, I'm no, saying I'm talking about the maintenance. Oh, the maintenance of it. Yeah, finally we didn't go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have three million. I'd love to take out a loan. On the, do they even loan Ferraris? I don't know. I don't know if you can even lease those cars. Can I lease this for 36 years at 126 a month? <laughs> and lease, lease, in my opinion, leasing, I know you've leased a car, but leasing is a waste of money. Buy the fucking thing. Um, let's see. What else would I do with it? I don't know. Definitely get a puppy. <sighs> yeah. Husky. Yeah. Husky. That's my dog. You know what? I already told I'm, I'm with the I'm with the land thing too. Except I'd probably just build a house there. I'd build my own house. I'd have a I'd have a house with like a sick a I, sick home gym, basketball court. Of course. Um a fucking oh. awesome but like again, this is only three million dollars. Oh, yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Would you invest some so you had more money coming the in? The smart thing to do is yes, invest. Obviously. You invest like almost all of it. You invest like two thirds of that shit. Yeah, I that mean, way that shit grows. Exactly. But you know, or you now, put it in a trust fund. Now, if I had Mike Trout money, if I had just got uh, three, what would he get? Four hundred something. For what? Four. Oh, four thirty. Four hundred thirty million dollars. I mean, yeah, I'd get a fucking, I get a big ass yacht, big mm. fucking huge yacht. I would probably buy my own island in, in Italy. Uh, yeah. A I mean, I, private jet for days. Now, now, if you're talking, if I had a, if I had that much money, I would have a house in New York. I would have a house in Florida. I would have a house in, in fucking Italy. I would have a house in Hawaii. I would have like five houses everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I would make my, you know, back to the tax thing. I would make my permanent location in Florida. No state income tax. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I would even as I would try to even buy a steak, a small steak, and a pro team. If I had that much money. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, make your own fucking team. You know, well, 430. 
you know, four hundred thirty million. Even the life oh, of the contract. Do with that money? You know, the Yankees are worth almost you know a billion, do that money? billion dollars. I would make. I would buy my own like small. Austin's gonna love this answer. I'd buy my own small Italian soccer team, and then put my money into that team and develop them and grow them and then bring them to the top of the uh, and then to the top series Serie A. Yeah, so yeah, bring them to the top the top division. Where would I buy that team from? I don't know. Somewhere in the south. Sicilian team, maybe? Hell no. Oh, fuck you. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the money is just, you know, I know I went back and said, you know, I'm going to backtrack a little bit a few episodes ago when we were talking about the CBA and players not being, you know, this, this, all these extensions still don't fig, fix the free agent problems that these free agents are having. You know, it doesn't cover it up. It just highlights it, like you said. You know, it just highlights the fact that these guys don't want to get to free agency. You know, I mean, judges, like I said, judges, like, look, Trout, how old is Trout? 28. So he was going to be a free agent in 2021, so he would have been 30. You know, I don't think somebody would have given him a 12-year, $430 million contract that ran to his year 42 season. He went, he might have gotten an 8-year, maybe a 10-year, 8- to 10-year contract worth $400 million. You know, yeah, I mean... This he's si- signing this contract now brings him into 38. It's 38 is 10 years plus two is 40, 40 season. Now, does he finish his contract with the Angels? Maybe not. Maybe they trade him at the end to, so he can, you know, I don't really see the Angels competing for a while. That's the only thing, you know. That's, he, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why would he do it? You know, homegrown loyalty. You know, loyalty is a dead trait nowadays. It's nice to show, see some guys staying with their teams that brought them into the league, gave them their opportunity, and, you know, drafted them. You know, Harper didn't follow that. Machado didn't follow that. You know, Jeter did. You know, uh, Tony Gwynn was a Padre for life through everything. Um, who else was a who else was a forever player? Uh, the Mets only had two. You know, I and that's counting David Wright very loosely. His their only forever player was Ed Cranepool. Um, backtracking to that, if you want to hear somebody talk about their forever players, go listen yeah, to Don McGregor's yes, rant. That. That's fucking hysterical. That. Um, uh, I mean, Arenado's on. on uh, Arenado is looking to be a forever player with the Rockies. Um. You know, you had Mo was a forever player with the Yankees. The Yankees had a shit ton of forever players. You know, that list is long, all going all the way back. You know, even though Ruth wasn't a forever player because he started his career with the Red, with the Red Sox, and then he went, he played for the Boston Braves, he played for the Dodgers at the end of his career when he was done, pretty much. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I think that it just magnifies that there needs to be a change with everything, but. Baseball just lost a one of their greatest players of all time, greatest baseball player, Japanese and Chinese, uh, Japanese and major league in in Ichiro. Ichiro just retired after playing two games in Tokyo. I think that that's the way for him to go out. You know, I mean, did you see the the video uh, of him? He's still got a hose. Yeah, dude, he's he's unbelievable. He's in incredible shape for a guy his size. Uh, his size, his age. You know, there was a st- they, somebody asked uh, Griffey. You know, what do you think Ichiro's going to do in his first day of retirement? Oh, he's going to go work out for sure. You know, he works out, he stretches. He's, you know, even when he was with the Yankees, they always used to talk about how 
he was, you know. It's a, it's a mindset. His mindset. He came into the league at 27, right? His rookie year, he won the rookie of the year. He had 350. He had 242 hits. He was a stud defensively. How many stolen bases? Uh, stolen bases. Uh, SB. 56. Holy shit. He was caught 14 times. You know, but listen, listen to this. Damn, listen so to he, this stat. He tried to go seventy stolen bases in in seven hundred thirty eight plate appearances. He had fifty three strikeouts, fifty three, and he walked thirty times. I mean that you know he didn't he he swung the bat. He put the ball in play. You know he he only had sixty nine RBIs, but he was a leadoff yeah, guy. He was leadoff, yeah, he was a leadoff guy. You know, I mean, I'd like to see his runs scored. How many runs he scored? Um, he had eight home runs. He had eight, 34 doubles, eight triples, uh, 127 runs he wow. scored. Right. And that was his career high. Um, you know, he, the most home runs, he, he wasn't a home run guy. He had 15, the most home runs he hit in the season was 15. Right. Wow. You know, and then he was a, Yan- when he was a Yankee, right. He was a Yankee. In 2012, he was 38, right? So that means he had over 4,000 career hits uh, altogether with the Japanese hits and the and the and the MLB hits. He has over 3,000 in the major leagues, but you know, it's just insane of how watching his at bats and watching him play the game. He played the game the right way. You know, I loved watching Ichiro play. He he played defense. He hustled. He did everything he needed to do to be successful on the team year in and year out. So I have everything right in here. So he had he played nine seasons over in Japan. in Japan. So altogether, nineteen he played nineteen MLB seasons and nine foreign Japanese league seasons. How many years is 28. that? Twenty-eight. That's fucking crazy. Um, That's fucking crazy. Sorry. Career. He, he played as long as we've been alive. Pretty much. No, no. Oh yeah. Not pretty much. Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> he had four thousand three hundred and sixty-seven career hits. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. First ballot. I don't think anyone doubted that. First ballot. First, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, he came over when he was twenty. Was he in backyard baseball? Yeah. I think he had to be. He had to be. He started in 92 as an 18-year-old and played all the way up till 2019. Backyard baseball. That was a great game. Who was your... your, Give me your top three backyard baseball characters. Uh, Not the major leaguers? Of course not. Pete Wheeler. What? Pablo Sanchez. Pete Wheeler. Pete Wheeler. Guy was fucking... Even though he was fucking stupid, he fucking ran like a fucking horse. Yeah, he was fast. He was fucking fast. Um, Pablo Sanchez, Pete Wheeler, and uh, this guy's name is. They, they, I knew they had a character in a wheelchair. Kenny. Kenny. Well, it wasn't Kenny though. Kenny was in my. It was, it was Kenny. Um, what wouldn't be my top three? Um. Uh, <sighs> Dude, this fucking game was awesome. Oh, I can't. I can't even. I can't even. Think of some of the names. The names are escaping me. I mean, Amir, Pablo Sanchez Amir Khan. I'm, with the headphones. I'm Ahmed, looking at his brother Ahmed. You know, Dante Rob, uh, Robinson, Dmitri Pokrovic. 
wow. Mr. Clanky. The fucking robot? Fuck mm-hmm. that guy. Um, my third top three? Um, it doesn't give them, I've, you know. Oh, Keisha Phillips. Keisha? Yeah, she, Keisha she Phillips. Was, she was powerful, but she, she was, was slow, man. Yeah, she was slow, but she would hit it all the time. You would just use a specialty with her. You just put a bomb and she would just fucking All right, it. so my, my, my three... I love obviously you go Pablo Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez is was the go, is the goat of back, well, backyard baseball. Well-rounded player. He hit the, he hit for contact. He hit for power. With that freaking bat, he had speed. He was a good pitcher. He was everything. Just baseball is born in him. <laughs> I I like the Con Bros, Amir and Ahmed. Although I guess Amir was not an original character, but Ahmed Khan, that was my guy. The headphones. Uh, Jorge under- Garcia was uh, said outside of number one this was the easiest choice on the list he had brought absolute nothing to the table he's got two ratings across the board he's pompous as hell for how terrible he is <laughs> this is an article uh, on the median and they're talking about um, the original backyard players ranked oh, yeah, this is, this so this is, is 30 this is, full, this is the full list right here 30 Lisa Crockett yeah she was horrible Reese Worthington he sucked Sally Dobbs she sucked Marky Dubois, the fucking the, the hillbilly. <laughs> wow. Ronnie Dobbs. Yeah. So Pablo, Pablo Sanchez was one. Pete Wheeler was two. Fucking Pete Wheeler. I, Kenny, I didn't like him. Kenny. Kenny Kazducci, the, the wheelchair guy, was three. He was ranked third. He's ranked Kaw- third on his Kawaguchi. list. Kawaguchi. He was, his nickname, K-Man. That was very creative. K-Man. Jocinda Smith. Jocinda Smith was four. What the fuck is that? She looked oh, like... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Khan. Ahmed. Ahmed was five. Tony Del... Oh, God. Tony oh, yeah. Delavecchio. Dante uh, Robinson. Dante Robinson. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Morgan. She came dressed up in baseball clothes. Yeah. She wasn't even that good. Mikey Thomas. Mikey Thomas. Low-key power guy. Kesha Phillips. Where's my where's my, where's my my guy over here? Amir Khan. Did I, like, imagine this guy? Is he even real? Andy Frazier. There he is. Amir Khan, number 20. You know what, man? I liked him. Maybe he just played good for me. Amir Khan. Maybe I just, I Who's just, a pitcher? He pitched for you. I, co- I coached him up. No, I remember he had a good bat. Ernie Steele. <laughs> Dimitri. This is Phil. <laughs> Phil played Phil played baseball. No, that's fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Phil, Phil, had, Phil had a good bat. Phil had a good lefty swing. His greatest moment on the baseball field was we were 10 years old in the District 20, in District 20 Little League Tournament for Sherman Park, and it was a winner-go-home game, and... He had the base, the game winning hit, game winning hit, base hit up the middle. I think I I scored on that play. I was the winning run. Wait, they all had theme songs, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if I play maybe. this right now, it's gonna play. It. It's epic. That's Pablo Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, this shit picks up. Oh my god. I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, I know. I, I really want to play it right now. I have it on PlayStation. Now batting. Now batting. I don't even know what number he was. What number is he? They don't have numbers. No. Now batting. This is backyard, man. Now batting. Number zero. Pablo Sanchez. What was Kenny's? Number zero.
Oh, 100%. What was Pete Willers? I think it was like... Durm, 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 durm. It was some thick shit. Pete Wheeler was your your head in the clouds space cadet oh. that had no idea had, where he, he was. Had, he had speed. How about Ahmed? Oh, yeah. Well, he had the he had the headphones on, so he was a rocket. He was, he was strictly a hitter. So had some decent speed. How about Tony Davecchio? I don't even remember this guy. Italian. Paisan. That's a Paisan song. Alright. Do we do one more? No, I think I think I think our listeners get the hint. <laughs> even though they're probably our listeners are probably all uh, backyard baseball fans, even like all the other sports, backyard football. I had I had backyard hockey. Yeah, backyard, backyard baseball was the one. Was the, was the first original. one. All right, let's just let's just do let's just do the worst of the worst. Uh, Jorge Garcia. Jorge Garcia. You fucking nerd. He's dressed like a fucking nerd. Who plays baseball in a shirt and tie? Hey, dude. It's the whole the whole point is that. It's it's the kids from the neighborhood. They're all getting ready to play. Baseball is for everybody. Let's be inclusive. I mean, they got fucking Kenny Kawaguchi in a, in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Pablo, they even said it. Doesn't speak any English. <laughs> yeah, I want to know if Pablo had a real birth certificate. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Back to reality. Damn, man, that was good. How the fuck did we get onto that? Uh, we were talking about Ichiro, and if you asked me if Ichiro was in backyard oh, yeah, baseball, yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah. Ichiro, you know, loved the way he played. Was always an Ichiro flan. Loved his little setup with the with the bat. I believe and, it's pronounced you know, flan. Flan? What's flan? When we go back and listen to this, you're gonna hear. I was always a big Ichiro flan. Oh, fun, oh fuck you, <laughs> big Ichiro fan. <laughs> when he would wave his shillelagh, pull the pull the sleeve back. Oh, who had who had the best? Who had the best? Uh, who had the best, like, uh, I don't even know what you call that, stance? Pre-at-bat stance. Pre-at I can tell you the most annoying one. No more Garcia power with the uh, fucking wrist and the fucking batting gloves. Unstrap, restrap, unstrap, restrap. You know, pull, 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 pull. Um, the best, you know, I mean, simple. You know, I liked, um, I don't know, Ichiro. Ichiro's iconic. Ichiro. With the... With the point. The point, point up, you know? Yeah. And the little... The little Little tug of the sleeve. You always emulated. G, uh, uh, always emulated him. Everybody emulates the batting stances. Nobody emulates the pre at bat. Because everybody does something different. Like when I step into the plate, uh, into the batter's box, I move the dirt with both feet back and forth just to kind of fill in anybody hole that was hit before me and make my own hole. You know, I dig deep in my with my back foot and ready to hit. You know, ready to hit. My favorite batting stance. Um, I can tell you mine. Who was yours? Jeff Bagwell. Oh God! It looks like he was taking a shit in the batter's yeah, box, dude. He. What about Sheffield? No, no. With the friggin' with the bat with the back I mean, shoulder coming back and forth. How strong do you gotta be to wave that thing around as fast as he did, though? You know, you know who, you know who's even though he was a Red Sox, you know who was iconic. Everybody was uh, Kevin Euclid. Chuck right. Knobloch with the bat horizontal to the ground oh, before you would my hit. God, you know, yeah. Griffey. 
you know, Griffey was very as easy to emulate. You know who's a good batting stance emulator? Aaron Boone. He could definitely copy a lot of people, different people's batting stances. Um, you know, uh, to- I think his name was Tony Batista. Oh, Tony Batista, yeah. He was like wide open, wide open, and he would just dive yes, into pitches. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, Cal Ripken Jr. was straight up and the bat was down by his waist and he would just come up ready to hit. Mo Vaughn with that freaking elbow guard over his eye, just like yeah, that. Yeah. You know. Craig Council. Craig Council. Oh, my God. He just made he me to, uncomfortable. He's fucking arms straight up above him like that. <laughs> he just looks so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. But you know what, though? Now, putting my catcher's, my coach's hat on. My catcher's hat, you hear me? My coach's hat on. If you freeze frame everybody at load, they're all the same. Doesn't matter how you start. As long as you get to load, you're good. If you pull up anybody, the weirdest batting stance, and you put them side by side with someone who's very traditional, they look the same at load. Hmm. They look the same at load. Back weight back, hands back, elbow high, hands by the ear. You know, even even like, you know, I was watching my my, my players today uh, last a couple days ago in the cage hitting and everybody's hitting balls up in the air and oh their swings they were dropping the back shoulder and getting underneath the ball hitting the ball up you're not hitting top half you got to hit top middle of the top half of the baseball drive it down good things happen when you put the ball on the ground we were down well, we were down four nothing at one point and we were putting the ball in play we we're just heavy, hitting everything in the air and I brought my team together and I said, guys, listen, change your approach, hit the ball on the ground, good things will happen. You know what we did? Six spot. Took the lead, 6-4. You know, good things happen when you put pressure on the defense to make plays. You know, they, their shortstop threw the ball away a couple of times. There was an error, an overthrow. You know, traffic on the bases brings back brings back uh, pressure on the defense and the pitcher. Because the pitcher's got to throw strikes. And usually when the pitcher's got to throw strikes and give you something, you get a good pitch to hit. Um, but, you know, that's that's that. So, I got a question for you. Sure. Um, I saw this post from Fanalyze This the other day. So, it's kind of uh, just a re- re- rebirth of, of their question. Um, if you had to have, to have to have a walk-up song. Pick two. One is a pitcher, because as a pitcher, you get a longer, you get like a minute and a half to two minutes of the song, mm. and a hitter. What would your pitcher warm up be? I got mine. Uh, oh man, I thought I had one. I feel like everybody that that has ever played baseball has always imagined this to happen. Ah uh, man, I don't know about pitcher. I gotta think about that. So what about a hitter? Is it? I think I know what it is. I, I bet you. I think. I think. Because you did a video of yourself. I think that you think that you know what it is. Shoot Me Straight by Brothers Osborne. It's not. Really? What is it? I'm pulling it up right now. I'll, I'll Tell me what it is. Unless you don't want to tell me, play the song, and I have to guess the song. And I'll do mine, and then you got to guess mine. Because I already have my two. I'll, do, I'll, I'll pull mine up. Ready? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know the song. I just can't think of the name of it. Do I want to know by Arctic Monkeys? There you go. So imagine that now with the announcer, right? Do it. You got the voice for it. Now batting. Number 22. 
Enzo Pizzuti. Number 22. Okay, you ready? This is mine. I don't know if I can pick a fucking picture one now. Yeah, I'll look into the archives. Here's mine. Ready? Hopefully there's no one. You know that song? Nope. Come with me by P Diddy. Mm. So give me give me the announcement. That's your. That's my batter song. What number are you? Eighteen, of course, always. Sorry. Now batting. Number eighteen. James Puma. Number eighteen. I wish I was some kind of Spanish so I can play like a nice Latino song. You could still pick a Latino I song. I could. You're right. I could. But for yeah, pitching though, wouldn't be the same. Nah, nah. For pitching, I got pitching my picture. I got my pictures. One. Moves. You know this song for pitching. This was actually my college song. Uh, I came out to this song for college. I I, I kind of know it. I forget it. So it's this one. Now imagine that you're walking in from the bullpen mm. or walking out to the mound with this playing. Yeah. And the first the first the lyric of this song is sick. Right here. Wait, is this Volbeat? Mm-hmm. Warriors Call by Volbeat. I came out to that for my senior year. And, you know, like you got to think about it. As a hitter, as a hitter, you got to think you get the first 10 to 15 seconds of a song. So you got to find a song that you got a sick opening or a chorus that really grabs, that gets you hyped. Right. You know, as a pitcher, you get a minute and a half to two minutes because they play the song while you're warming up. Right. You know, like... I mean, I can go so many ways. Keep going. But, like, um, Chapman. Chapman... He's got two songs. So when he comes in, you know, you for like Mo, you had Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman played all the time. But for Chapman, you had um, Rage Against the Rage Against the Machine. Stadium has got flames going all over it to this song. Yeah. As he's walking in from the bullpen, and then it breaks. It breaks to this. I gotta find it. They they play this right now. Uh, I don't know the name of it. 
Type in Chapman walk-up song. This is still playing. And then, and then it changes to... So then it plays that. And then when he gets on the mound, he plays... It's another song. It's like a Spanish song. And I can't for the life... It starts with a G. You know, a walk-up song is so important. There it is. It's called Gente da Zonia. Gente. Gente. Mi gente. This one. So, you know, he's got two songs. One for the walk from the bullpen to the mound and then while he's warming up, you know, and Tommy Canely has one of the best walk-up songs. It's this one. And I'm thinking about trying to put pawn this onto one of my players as one of their walk-up songs. So, you know, like your walk-up song lets, lets the other team know you've arrived. Mm-hmm. So you got to have a good one, you know. And it's it it's important, you know, like judge. Which judges? Um, are you, you going to ask me for my pitching walk-up song? Well, I know, I know you were doing some research. You find I'm, one? I'm ready to go. All right, let's see. What's your, what, this is Vincenzo's pitching walk-up song with his chicken wing. <laughs> Oh, epic. Oh, oh, Fortuna? Huh? Oh, Fortuna? You know what? I want to hear, I want to hear you guys, your the fans' perspectives. So let's throw up a post, along with the hat, and let and let them comment on what what are their favorite walk up songs would be. You know, I think that I know that I know that Fanalyze this does that, but you know what? It's part of sports. You know, just because another's podcast doesn't mean we can't. So, you know, and every, it's personal. You know, we may we might have a different fan base, and they might pick different songs. You know, and it doesn't mean we have to record it and talk about it in the next episode. It's just a question, just to get some fan involvement in it. You know, I mean, this is another good song. Well, by Ghost. Yeah, some, some, some. Oh, see, oh, dude. If you guys don't know this band, look up Ghost. They're like into like the Pope, and you know, they're reaching. Not into the Pope. 
their 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 singing their their lead singers just as the Pope and they have masks on and stuff like that. But they make good music. I was I was debating between that and a uh, Queens of the Stone Age song. This isn't like this is not like, like scaring you, you know? But it doesn't have to. Yeah, no. Well, I feel like if you're coming out. I guess it may be a starter. As a starter, yeah. As a closer. I, see, I, I always think about if I'm coming out of the bullpen. If I'm coming out of the bullpen. But, like, at the same time, if I'm coming out of the bullpen, I could also throw them off psychologically. And I can give them, I can hit them with one of these kind of jobs. You know what I mean? I can do, uh, where is it? Right here. Ready? Oh, God. Now we're in the game for the New York Yankees. Number 22. Right-handed pitcher, Vincenzo Pizzuti. In his, people are gonna be like, in his last, in his on? last 25 days, opportunities, chances blown 34. They're not gonna know what to think. No, this is your off-the-hand song. If you came out. Your friend Matt would like this. If you showed me this. Yeah. Oh, I'm such an idiot. No, 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 no. This is your. This is yours. No, no, no. Yes, no, no, it no. is. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's get to the chorus. As he's dancing right now. <laughs> no, this is this is McGregor's song, but it's such a fucking awesome. Oh, song. the Foggy Do. I remember the first time I heard this song. You pulled up into the parking lot before a softball game. You had this song yeah. blasting. Oh, it's, see, my part of my pre-softball playlist is features that, features this song, another another Irish tune. Molly Malone. Talks about an old lass. In Dublin's fair city. We're probably breaking so many rules right now. Oh, yeah, well, we're only playing a few songs. And, uh, hold on, there's one, oh, oh, of course, this, this. This would be my closer song. This one right here. Probably, one of them. Newer song, not older. Yeah. I'm gonna fo- fast forward to one of my favorites. Be in the graveyard and me in the face. Right here. With the drums. That part though, you gotta you gotta edit it to that part. This is like the Gregorian chant. I gotta see this. 
You don't have a Shazamness. If you have a Shazamness, you, you didn't have a childhood. Oh, Halo? I wasn't a big Halo fan. I didn't have Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. Who got you into Assassin's Creed? All right. I know my video games. I played Halo with you guys. This is, this is number two. The rocker, the rocker one. Made it back some fucking heads, man! <laughs> so... I think I think we you know we, the point. we we were living you know if we had we actually have an opportunity or a choice to pick one, um, but final, final call today my walk up song. Uh, do I want to know by Arctic Monkeys? Starting song if I come out of the bullpen, uh, all Fortuna. Starter. <laughs> I don't know if I would have. I don't know. You know. Batting, if I was hitting, it would be Come With Me by Puff Daddy, which was actually Jeter's walk-up song for a while. And uh, pitching would be a Warrior's Call as a starter. As a closer, it would be Intro by McMill. Now, I don't know how the Rangers never made Hail to the King, Lundquist's song. It's unofficially unofficial. Yeah, but like, come on. They got to play that shit. Well, they had, there's a few. So, Hail, Hail to the King. There's, there's that one, and there's another one. That's very Lundquist esque because it's King. Um, Hail to the King by Avenged Sevenfold, definitely. But there's another one um, about the King, King of Kings. Um, where is it? Yeah, King of Kings by Motorhead. This one. This is a Triple H song. When if, from my mouth to God's ears, if Lundquist ever wins the Stanley Cup, playing that song the minute he lifts it. The king has been crowned. So, you know, we got a little bit of a tangent here. So we got about, we got a little time left. Um... And we actually, after we're recording, we're going to... Uh, read my mind. Um, actually, in about an hour, we have a fantasy baseball draft. So, Chenz and I are in a 12-team fantasy baseball draft. We're co-managing the team. So, we're managing together. And we are in a head-to-head league. No keepers. No minor leagues. Um, no so categories. They do, minor leagues? they do keeper minor leagues. Like Kenneth, Kenneth does keeper minor leagues. That's crazy. And... Um, we got the ninth pick out of 12. So I hope, I hope, I know we, we haven't talked our draft strategy yet. Let's do it right now. You know, really quick. I, without looking at stats, I want to go this way. Since we have, it's a, it's a snake draft. So we go nine and then come around and have an early pick in the second round. Um, pitching is prevalent in this league because you can't change your lineup after Monday's games start. Um, unless that player doesn't play till Tuesday. You can't you can't change your players at all for the week. It's head to head for the Holy week. Fuck. So I'm thinking at nine if he's still there, which he might be. I want Judge. You see who's ranked nine? Yeah, boy. I had him last year. I had Machado, Machado last year. You know, because Judge doesn't come onto the list until seventeen. Seventeen. So what pick would that be? Nine, fifth. Fifth, the, the fifth round, the, the fifth pick in the second round. 
Is it snake? It's snake, yeah. All right, so 12, then we go 11. So that's 13, 14, 15. We could probably snag him in the second round. Judge? Uh, judge? Dude, look at everyone ahead of him. Like, why Why would someone reach for judge? That's true. You know? You know, if he slides down to nine. Oh, fuck yeah. Altuve? Altuve nine. Oh, yeah. You know, but the thing is, is like, you know, you need a stud pitcher too. You know, right, where's Kershaw? Where's Kershaw? Where's the, who's, right, let's go. Who's, Hold on. Calm who's down. the first Calm pitcher down. that's ranked? Take it easy. You can do rankings up here. Yeah, I know. First starting pitcher is Scherzer? Yeah, I believe so. See, I had the, I had the list. Tier one. Scherzer. Scherzer, Sale, DeGrom, Verlander, Kluber, and Garrett Cole. We have to look at the overall list because... Look, Scherzer, Scherzer six. six. Scherzer six. When does DeGrom go? I honestly would want to stay away from DeGrom, to be honest with you. He yeah, goes we at 16. About, we talked about this because he doesn't get wins. So, I think, it, without looking at stats and not looking at these rankings, I would go Judge 9 and Alcuna on the wraparound. No. No. You know, this is why we need to sit down this and talk is, about they're it. They're saying, this is, what is this? MLB.com. They have Judge at 17th. All right? If we can get forget maybe we don't get Machado maybe we get we get Goldschmidt I would get I would get I would get Bregman okay. or so, or Yelich okay. before okay. Let's take, Goldschmidt let's take Bregman mm-hmm. third base is, is uh, I feel like there's not a lot of mm-hmm. really good third basemen Bregman mm-hmm. we get Bregman uh, at 9 so then someone goes 10 oh shit Machado's there they fucking pass him around I'm taking Machado great 11 they go Goldschmidt and then let's say it just goes to chalk. Twelve Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. Now that same guy goes with Yelich. He doubles up. And like, oh man, Harper's still there. Boom. Harper getting to the second round—that's insane. But look above him. I know, no, I know, I know, I know. Dude, there's no arguing here. No, I know. But Harper in that ball in that ballpark, though. Would you take Harper at nine? Outside of the rankings, if Harper was there at nine, would you take Harper? Seeing the names on the list, no. Because somebody might say, oh, Harper's there at 10 or 11. Right. Harper might not make it out of the first round. My point is, I think we can snag, if you really want Judge. In the third round? We can get him in the second round, easy. So you would go Bregman, wrap around, get Judge. Yeah, or we go Sale. Let's (sighs) lock down that pitcher. I would get Garrett Cole over Sale. Only because Sale... Burns out in August and September. He doesn't have the body type to throw a lot of innings. All right, so... Where's Garrett Cole on this list? There's Alcuna. Verlander, maybe? I want him eventually. I want Baez. I like Baez. Garrett Cole is low. Kluber, 29th. So you could probably get Cole in the third or fourth round. Yeah, easy. You don't have to reach for him yet because there's all these guys. You got to get these guys first. I mean, yeah, like you said, you can go Yelich, right? Does everything, Bregman. You know, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity here to do work with the ninth pick. So, that's 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 you know, I don't know. You never know because some idiots will go out there like, if one of if our Jaguar Red Sox fan Kyle has the first overall pick in the football draft, he always picks Aaron Rodgers, and which throws everything off. So you never know what asshole is going to go pick something off the books and change the complexion of the draft completely. 
Yeah, that's no that's no difference to you because then that makes it easier for you to get the guy that you wanted or someone better. I think we should have a one A and one B for a nine. Okay, one A. Bregman. Bregman. One B. Yelich. I would say one B would be Harper. Harper. Just looking at this, he's gonna hit more home runs, have more RBIs. All right, what about? But he's gonna. Two sixty-seven to two ninety-seven. Stolen bases. Is, you said fielding's a category. No, fielding's not a category. So Yelich's got fifteen stolen bases compared to Harper's ten. Yelich is gonna hit two ninety-seven to Harper's two seventy. Right, so. <laughs> Fine, one B Harper. Okay. So there's that, and then a pitcher. I think our first pitcher could be Verlander, Kluber. Um, Snell, Nola, Cole, um, Syndergaard. Even though I would, I would rather take Syndergaard over Degrom, even though it's a Mets pitcher. Stratzberg. Um, you know who? You know who you should also look into. Who I think is big, to, big down to have a big year is Paxton. Mm. I think Paxton's gonna have a big year for the Yankees. You know, and I would also get this guy. I don't know how late he'll go or how early he'll go, but Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, but Alb, you got Albies, Alcuna. Yeah, but Guerrero Jr. hasn't proven anything. Kid's gonna be a stud. He's a can't miss. Yeah, but I feel like you can you can wait on him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Get him later. You know, looking at the catcher position, there's not that many good catchers. I would take a flyer on Sanchez. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I had Sanchez last year. And he kicked me right in the fucking ass. You know, relief pitchers too. Chapman. Um, that kid from uh, the Cardinals. The kid that throws 105 miles an hour. Um, if we can get two closers, that would be huge. Huge. You know, you got this guy, uh, Fulton, Fultowitz, Fultowitz, whatever the hell his oh, name yeah. is. From the Braves. Um Kirby Yates, relief pitcher. You know, if you could get a stud pitcher and two stud hitters and just plug in around that Mm -hmm. and get good role guys, guys that'll hit and put up numbers and middle, middle, middle of the tier starters that'll get you some wins and give you some innings and give you some strikeouts, you know, I think you're, you're, you got a shot. Yeah. So there's that. So, Push and pull factors. What do you got? I have a I have a, a push factor. Go ahead. Um, for the first time in eight years, the NBA Finals will not have LeBron James in it. And uh, eight years. Two thousand eleven until now. Last time what? He was the first. There was the first two thousand. It was a stretch from two thousand eleven to twenty nineteen. Yeah. He, or 2018, he was in the what finals. was that stretch? That he was in the finals. Oh, the finals. Yeah. He because, made it to like... Because... A, he's in the playoffs. The last time LeBron missed the playoffs was 2005. Well, last time he missed the playoffs altogether. Yeah. I'm talking about the last time he'll yeah, be in the finals. The playoffs. No, no, I know. I know, but I'm saying the finals. But you want to hear what, what, what was going on in the world in 2005? This is hard to believe. Go ahead. Netflix was delivering DVDs. That's when they were just... Remember, they slipped that shit into your mailbox? Mm-hmm. Apple didn't have an iPhone. YouTube was founded. 
and Drake didn't exist. He oh, was still wow. on the grassy. No, Jesus that was, Christ. That was before we graduated high school. I, f- I saw, we were in middle school. I remember being yeah. out. I remember yeah, being outside started. Phil's house when LeBron hit that shot against the Magic. I think. Mm. Oh yeah, we were all together that night. Um, you know, I think I also saw a stat that like this is the first time in in NBA history that there were like five names that the playoffs won't have. Wilt Chamberlain. Michael Jordan, Shaq, or LeBron in the playoffs. That's the first time in NBA history. Like they don't have one of those guys in the playoffs. Something I saw something like that. Stat. I saw something like that on Instagram. Um, let's see if I can find it. I saw it recently because he just got eliminated last night. Let's see. But my push factor is is that, you know. LeBron kind of brought this on himself in the sense of how he's acted and what he's said and and everything, you know, in the past couple of months. And trying to take on the task of taking a team that's in the doldrums of the NBA and bring them back in a short turnaround. You know, I mean, do you think, do you think that LeBron gets traded? No. Nah. I'm looking for that post. I don't think so. I forgot what site it was on. But you know how Instagram is. It uploads every two seconds and it doesn't have... The post you see yesterday, you might not see today. Mm-hmm. Let's see. If I just search LeBron, it might come up. NBA playoffs. Mm-mm-mm. A pull factor for me is that the Rams signed Clay Matthews. That's a pull. Yeah. Good player. Good player. They're, they're, you Two said, years. Like you said, they're they're bringing a lot of veterans in. They're, they're, they're trying to win now because the last two years now, they've been very, very close. So they're just trying to make improvements. And they signed Blake Bortles as a, ba- as a backup, which was interesting. I forgot where I saw this post. It's not coming up. Forget about it. Here, LeBron's NBA final streak ends 2011-2018. 763 games played, three championships, two MVP awards. It's crazy. Um, uh, 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 yes, that's the Wizard of Oz, if you're asking. Do you think LeBron regrets signing with the Lakers? Yeah, probably. No, not Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. They definitely hashtagged them. My my pull factor is the fact that the baseball season officially started and it's going to start on for the Yankees on Thursday, and I can't wait. That's my pull factor. Um, let's see, NBA. No, LeBron. <laughs> There's a picture, a video of him picking his nose, sitting on the bench. You know. And and here we go. Nope, that's not it. When was this? I don't know. This there's. It's somewhere over here. There's so many posts about LeBron that it's forget it. He's still looking. Here I got it. 
For the first time since the NBA-ABA merger, one of the four superstars, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jordan, Shaq, and LeBron, will not be in the NBA playoffs. That's 1976 to 2019. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, who do you think will be your... Who's your NBA Finals? Who do you got? Golden State? You think Golden yeah, State gets through? Obviously. Golden State who? Golden State versus... Milwaukee? No. Toronto? No. No. Are the, is the East that close that anybody can get through real, realistically? Yeah, I mean, I, the Bucks have the best record, but I just I don't see them really. They don't. They they don't have a lot of experience. Although I think they just got Pau Gasol. So I don't know though. The East, like the Sixers, ain't doing it. You want me to get back to you? I'll ask you the same question next week. You know what? Yeah, fucking the Bucks. All right, the Bucks, Bucks Warriors. All right, I mean that's a. I don't know if that's a great media grabbing finals, you know. But it's a great one. You have the Warriors. I don't. Know. I don't watch enough basketball to player. really give you any input. And the most exciting player right now, Giannis. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Um. So, I think that does it for us today. Hmm. Um. Good luck with your bracket. <laughs> I know you got a big game today with the uh, Walford Kentucky uh, oh. game. Yeah, I know that's a big game for you. You got Walford going to the Elite Eight. I do. And you got what Texas Tech winning the whole thing. I do. So, good luck to you. I, on the other hand, maybe the in the small percentage of not constructing a bracket because I didn't have time. Um, but I'm just gonna live through Chen's bracket and hope his bracket pulls. Um, but anything else you want to add? Before we say goodbye? Yeah, just one more thing. Uh forgot to mention who do you think you are? I am. Ciao. Later. <laughs>